Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Nah But For Real, where besties who heal together keep it real together. I'm Jay, this is my co-host Allie, and we're so excited to have you here for another episode. If you're not already doing so, make sure that you're following us on NBFR Podcast, on all of our social media platforms, and making sure that you're subscribed to us on YouTube. So, without further ado, as we do in every single episode, we're going to get into an icebreaker. So, icebreaker of the day. Who is your favorite antagonist from any media? Can be a book, can be a TV show, it can be a dream you had for all I care. Who is your favorite <laughs> antagonist? Allie, go. Okay, so I chose um, Syndrome from the first Incredibles movie. And I chose him because he was this, he originally was this kid who was like obsessed with the, the different superheroes. And he just wanted to help. And then that's when Mr. Incredible was just like, nobody, you can't, you you won't ever have superpowers, this is that, this and that. And almost just downplaying the kid's abilities. And so then later on in the movie, of course, Syndrome comes back as the, the main villain of the of the movie. And he he used his skills to to become the best villain that he could become since he couldn't be the best superhero that he could become. So yeah. Syndrome was that boy. he was it so my media antagonist was gabriella from um cheetah girls 2 specifically so in cheetah girls 2 if y'all don't remember they were making gabriella aka raven seem as though she was doing the most and she was being dramatic and she was just this big bad villain for literally just wanting to go to spain and do what they asked to go to spain to do and I was very confused why they made her seem like she was the antagonist for simply wanting to go to Spain and practice so that they could be the baddest bitches out in Spain. Everybody was upset with my girl when she was ready to pack up and go back to New York because she figured if y'all want to work, why the hell am I wasting my time? <laughs> so yes, Gabriella got a bad rep. Y'all need to watch it as adults because they really did my girl petty and then acted like they gaslit her a little bit and acted like she was doing too much when really she just wanted the great the greatness of the group to shine through in Spain. That's all. Okay. Anyway, the reason we're talking about antagonists and how sometimes they can be painted as, you know, these terrible evil evil villains, but their intentions are really pure is because we're going to be talking about ego today and how it's a double-edged sword. Sometimes we paint ego to seem as if it's this big bad wolf that we all have inside of us and it can take over our lives and we have to all get it together. And oh my God. But really just like emotions, Egos are there to protect us. So there's no good or bad unless you let it overcome your life. And then that's with anything. It's going to be bad. But there's good to ego as well. So a lot of people wonder like what ego is. Why does it get painted as this big bad wolf? All of the above. So we're going to get into that. A little bit about ego. Just a little bit. You guys, of course, can look it up further. Let us know how you feel about the conversation in the comments. But ego simply is just your sense of who you are to yourself, as if you're looking at a name tag on the inside of you. Like, hi, I am, you know, this is how Jay views Jay, self, sense of self. Um, And also the reason why ego gets, you know, this really big, bad rep is because a lot of times ego has to do with comparison. Um, I can't have a sense of self all the time unless I'm comparing myself to something else. I can't be small if somebody else is not bigger than me. Um, just that simple. So if you think about it simply as a simple comparison, like small and big, it's not too bad until we start creating all these social constructs of what it should be versus what it shouldn't be. That's where, you know, the bad shit comes in. 
But honestly, it's here to protect us. Just like I said before, our emotions. And times before, say you were fighting off a lion in the jungle, your ego's going to tell you, you're not as big as that lion. <laughs> so you might want to stay away from it. So a lot of times our egos are going to be able to protect us by giving us this sense of self so that we can compare ourselves to forces of nature and see what we can handle and what we cannot. So, Allie, was there ever a time where you feel like your ego saved your life or just may have saved you? Might not be a lion, but, you know, <laughs> right. right. That it benefited me. Right. It benefited you. OK. Yeah. I would say that a time where my ego benefited me was definitely during my graduate program. My master's program was the hardest schooling that I've ever done. Um, I remember going through elementary school, middle school, high school, thinking, oh, this is just, this is just a breeze. Expecting that when I got into my undergraduate in college, that it was going to give me that level that I was looking for for so long. And still, it was still, it was, I'm not going to say it was a breeze, but it was still not um, challenging enough. And so that's when I got to my master's program. That's finally where I found the challenge. And I was just like, okay, so this is what I've been hoping for. Like, I'm actually challenged and I like this. And that sense of like, you've been going to school for this long and you've been learning growth mindset, all that stuff so that it helped me push through. Because there was moments I wouldn't say that I was like, oh, I'm going to stop my program. There was definitely moments, though, where I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to need a break. And I was like, no, no, we don't need no break. We need to push through it so that we can go ahead and just get it done. So I would say that's yeah. when my ego definitely came into benefit for me. I feel like that's what a lot of students, too, if you really think about it. Like we kind of almost and that's why they tell teachers not to do this to children, where you give all this attention to the quote unquote smart kids of the class, because a lot of times they take these and they, they form senses of identities with themselves based off of that. Um, in comparison to other students in the class. So because you were always so good at school, that became part of your identity. I know that mm-hmm. I am an academic. I know that I can finish this, although it's hard. I've had other things that are hard, you know, this is, but this is what I do. This is who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas other people who may have struggled with even behavior, it didn't even have to be class, but you know, they act like you struggle with your behavior, you're just dumb and you can't finish school, you might take that into graduate years or you might not even, you know, attempt that because you don't see yourself as an academic. So as you can see, ego plays a huge role, even if you're just trying to finish school or whatever the case may be, it shows you who you are and and what you can hold up against. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, my ego played a huge role when I was in high school. And it's this point in high school, I feel like everybody faces maybe. I don't know, but <laughs> where your friends are kind of going to divide and some are going to be taking different routes and not the best choices. And for me in the high school that I went to, I went to high school with Juice World, probably enough said, um, there was exposure to drugs, honestly. So around that time when it started to be, uh, when my classmates started to be exposed to drugs, I kind of had the choice to make, like to continue to be around people and to, uh, who do drugs and who, you know, that's the norm for them and that's how they hang out and that's what they do to kick it or just go find another group of people who I identify with and that was a thing for me I know that I don't consider myself someone who identifies with doing drugs or needing drugs so it was just like a very easy move like uh you know not not my thing (laughs) so I was able to find something else that I identify with and for me that was theater I know that I was a stage kid regardless of if I ever acted I know that i I was born on the stage and so these are a lot of other people who are born on the stage or just love being on stage I can connect with them I can identify with them 
and I didn't identify with drugs. So in the, in the long run, because I didn't identify with drugs, um, I was able to save myself from a lot of mess in the future that I'm sure, hopefully, that they are overcoming or have already overcome at this age. But yeah, ego, my ego has saved me. And that's not to say that like we're being egotistical, we think we're better, but a lot of times having that sense of self and a powerful sense of self will redirect you in better positions in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like I said earlier, we talked about everybody knows that ego, having an ego is considered bad. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about why people consider it bad and what about it seems so big, bad wolf and scary. Um, so a lot of times, like I said, just like our emotions, if we let them take over, you know, it's going to have poor effects and negative effects on not even just your world, but the people around you. So um, a lot of times ego plays hand in hand with negative emotions. We allow it to play hand in hand with negative emotions or being egotistical rather plays hand in hand with negative emotions and feeling negative and feeling down. That's when a lot of times our ego is either inflated because we feel better than somebody else. And these negative emotions start to come out in in terms of guilt or in terms of shame or whatever it may be. And then ego takes over. It's like, cool. You're not a part of that, <laughs> you know. You you're better than this. You're better than them. You're better, you know. Um, for example, the the one I always think about is when I see someone maybe doing better than me on social media, and this is this has not been a problem as of recent, but I know when, especially when social media first start popping off, and I saw people who closely I relate I related closely to, and I can see myself in them. And finding out that their upbringing may have been a little different than mine. And it seemed easy to me. It was like, they didn't deserve that. That's my ego speaking. Because who the hell says that they deserve something? You know, Mm -hmm. who the hell says that they're better than me or that, you know? So that's my ego trying to to help me and trying to save me, basically, from saying that really I'm not in that position because I didn't do what they did. I'm not in that position because I'm not them. And it just is what it is. And that's a hard pill to swallow. So our ego tries to say, no, no, they don't, they don't deserve it. You know, they're not worth it. <laughs> you know, they didn't earn, they didn't do it how you did it. So they're not as good as you. But that's really just like I said, these negative emotions, these negative thoughts that we have about ourselves projecting. Um, so a lot of times that also is how bullying forms on the playground. You know, all these negative emotions come to, um, like I said, overcompens- overcompensating, then some form of elitism. Bullies get bullied. Now that I've, I'm bigger and I'm as big as my bully was, let me go bully somebody who was my size when I was getting bullied or whatever the case may be. When I look like that, I was getting bullied. And now you got all these little Jeffrey Dahmers running around the playground <laughs> each other and weird. <laughs> A lot of that stems from ego. So, Ali, do you think, can you think of a time where maybe your ego puts you in a negative position or people around you in a negative position? Uh, To think of a a specific time, it's hard for me to think of a specific time right now. What generally comes up for me is like the comparisons and Mm -hmm. how I could or I would. I don't do it very often now as I used to. Um, I do it sometimes, just not as much. And now I think I do it more so when it comes to body image. When I was younger, I think I did it more so in skills. And now as an adult and, you know, experience, I've gotten to this point where I look at it as, okay, well, if this person has like a skill in karate, 
Um, that doesn't mean that they're better than me because they have a skill of karate and I don't have a skill of karate because I have yeah. a skill in something else that they don't have a skill in. And also things like that doesn't mean I'm smarter than them or better than them. Um, it's just that this my expertise is theirs. So I was, I'm able to separate the two now like that. Now, when it comes to body image, I'm trying to be able to do that same thing that mm-hmm. I do when it comes to skills and apply it to body image with telling myself the same thing as just because um, their body is this and my body is that. It doesn't mean that my body isn't um, beautiful and worth it. It's just that that's their body. This is mine. This is their experience. This is my experience. I'm I'm trying to take that same lesson from skills and apply it as a body image. So mm-hmm. comparing is, yeah, that's a huge thing. Yeah, comparing is ego <laughs> at the end of the day. That's where a lot of our problems with ego comes from. When you were talking about body, though, it made me think about how I, I didn't think about this until now when uh, we'll see women who either maybe they got their body done or maybe they just are in the gym and their body is just giving body. And you'll have people in the comments have something to say like right away. Um, Say, OK, for example, um, say somebody is it's more blessed in the behind area you know they they giving they give them plump and they have on a thong bikini then you'll have people in the comments saying sloppy girl because you know they have a they got a fatty back there but you can have the same person i mean someone else a smaller stature in the same thing but you know people won't feel a type of way and it's giving that your ego is you know has put you in the position to believe that because she is you know more endowed in the backside that it's not as appropriate now you because you're not now (laughs) in the same way um it also comes to videos like okay well her body looks like that because she got her body done and my body you know if i if i got my body done i would look like that too or (laughs) you just didn't put yourself in the gym like what is the real feelings behind how you what you're saying right now Mm -hmm. um so yeah, that's what made me made to think about. I didn't think about how I go through the comments and that's it's definitely giving your ego is trying to save you right now. For sure. For sure. Um, I don't think I've had the whole body thing in terms of like comparing my body, but I have had times where, like like I said before, I'm putting in more effort. So I deserve it. Like, why does this person get it when I'm putting in the effort, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do have to take a back, take a step back and realize that that's our ego and realize what the negative emotion is. Because like I said, they tie in hand in hand. So we got to step back and acknowledge the fact that our ego is there and it exists. Why is it making me feel like this? What is it telling me? What am I scared of? You know, because it's just there to protect you. We have to remember that. What am I scared of? It's OK. And go back to yourself because that's what it has to do. And not the girl with the fatty. <laughs> Figure out. <laughs> Figure out what our negative emotions are really trying to tell us. Do you? Is it time for you to get back in the gym? Do you feel lazy? Do you feel tired? Do you, you know, what are your expectations of yourself, and why is it projecting onto who you see in front of you or other people? Um. So when it comes to ego, what are some ways you personally feel like you can maintain a healthy ego, Allie? So other than you gave us. Other than who? The one you just gave us about trying to use um the karate example okay so no like comparison okay so as you were like describing that the last thing that you were saying I started to think of like shadow work and Mm -hmm. you you were talking about these lower vibrational emotions and being able to kind of figure out where they come from and 
to do that, you must be able to have insight on what that even feels like. What is this shame? What is this guilt? What is this, um, whatever those lower vibrational emotions, whatever that is, what is it? And what's connected to it? So when was there a time when you were younger, when you felt like uh, this person's body was better than yours? You know, I don't want to get the same stuff, but like almost kind of thinking like, do you remember a time when you were younger, when you did the same exact thing? And what was the reactions around you to it? And and how did you go about it? So really just shadow work is just the biggest thing is, is working inside and figuring out who is this shadow person? And and as I, I've been doing like the shadow working book for um, just a little bit, just a little bit. And so in the shadow working book, it was uh, talking about a lot around this, these emotions that we feel and the dark emotions that we feel and the, and like the things that we try to hide, the things that we think are not acceptable out in society. And as you're saying that, it was making me think about, okay, so if you see that somebody is doing something that you did before and other people uh, made fun of it or said, hey, don't do that, then you yourself are going to adopt that and remember that in your own brain. So then when you see somebody do it, you're going to do the exact same thing. And that's that moment where you would stop and say, okay, why do I feel like this? To think back to that moment that's connected to it. And that's where the healing has to happen so that you heal that portion of yourself so that you're not projecting yourself and your emotions, your feelings onto another person, which is this whole ego thing that you're saying. And yeah, I'll kind of, I'll kind of stop there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with the shadow work. Uh, one of the biggest things for me that I was, you know, thinking about and when I was doing research on is we always talk about it, spending more time with yourself. And if that is shadow working or journaling or just paying attention to what you're saying on a daily basis, what you're thinking on a daily basis, giving yourself time to reflect outside of everything and everybody. Um, I really think that that will help with your ego the most and help with negative emotions as well um, because you're acknowledging them. Like like we said, they're hella normal. Don't sit up here and think that we think we're better than us. Like we have negative emotions all the time. I'm sure just like y'all, we got a group chat and somebody has said something that was egotistical or somebody said something that was negative. Like we're not better than anybody else. Check your group chats too. Like we, I get it. I completely understand. They come out of, they're not intentional. They come out of hurt and we're used to being hurt. But at the same time, we do have to check ourselves occasionally you know just so that we can understand what these emotions are coming from because at the end of the day they're not holding a fat booty girl back okay mm. oh you back <laughs> they're holding you back you being egotistical and leaving comments is not holding them back they're doing what you probably wanted to do like you said earlier you know you you probably saw that and somebody told you it was nasty and now you see somebody else being free and, and doing what you wanted to do and instead of saying that's what i wanted to do you saying you nasty <laughs> really? yeah you yeah. want it to do, you yeah. know, and we have to admit that we do. We have to admit that. And the more you do it alone, the the better you feel when it's time to do it outside of, you know, being alone, even with our friends, because a lot of times we may project it on the people we even care about. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that. Now you didn't shatter their dreams. A lot of times you can use that shadow work and use the alone time that you have when you're considering all of these emotions, egotistical ways that you may have. Bring it back to whoever you may have hurt and let them know that's why. Because that can change their lives. Like you, like if somebody would have told you, hey, your mama would have told you, hey, that was egotistical of me. I just, you know, I was just telling you what I learned. 
then maybe you feel free 25 years old and then you next summer you got the song you know mm-hmm. um so co- go back to those people and apologize and also when I'm thinking about sitting alone when I was doing the research the person um uh, his name is Dr. K actually um was suggesting sitting in nature because there's nothing that you can compare yourself to and when he said that I'm like you're so I, I have never been jealous of a tree mm-hmm. I mean maybe in like you know with somebody hard on me and I'm like, dang, I wish I could just be a tree. I don't have to pay no bills. But other than that, like, <laughs> I've never been mad at a tree. I've never felt any type of way against a tree. Like, you know, when you spend time with some squirrels, you're not going to feel like the squirrels owe you something. <laughs> <laughs> so spending time in nature and having less time to compare yourself to people, although comparison is natural. Just taking a couple minutes, if it's a 30 minute walk, if it's a 10 minute meditation, if you on your porch, just sit there. No phone, no social media and take time to just be your by yourself. Make comparisons to yourself and maybe comparison of what you who you were last year versus who you are now or who you were this morning versus how you feel now. Like take that in and use that to be a better person. Um, and I also think that you you mentioned this a little bit, but about low vibrational. Um, experiences i think incorporating some high vibrational and positive vibrational experiences will definitely make you feel less egotistical hugging a baby again that's not something you you don't feel down you don't want to insult anybody like the best feeling in the world so have more of those experiences so that they can outweigh the negative in the long run and then you think of like the volunteer work um Mm -hmm. different things giving back those kind of things always kind of a lot of times you feel like helpful and you also yeah. feel grateful. So you'll feel helpful and, and able to help somebody else out, but then grateful because you're like, wow, like I have this, I have that. I don't have to go through this. I don't have to do that. So yeah, yeah I can see what you mean with those, those positive or high vibrational emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also when I think that also helps in terms of identifying yourself with, those type of experiences so Mm -hmm. when you start to volunteer every weekend then you consider yourself as someone is i'm a volunteer that is now who you are and who your sense of self develops to be so when you start developing like you said positive emotions about yourself and who you are that that's who you become Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day you will not be comparing yourself to someone with low vibration and you won't be upset for them either at the end like when you're feeling good you don't see people who have money being upset about people who are poor. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't see people when they're happy bashing other people because I have it. It's no point. Mm -hmm. So just gaining those experiences that maybe you do, you are jealous or you see yourself feeling guilty or jealous or sad or whatever this negative emotion is tied to find positive experiences around those situations. If you feel fat, maybe it is go to the gym. Honestly, not even work out, not feel skinny. I swear I have the best weeks if I'm feeling fat and I just go to the gym and just take, I don't got to lose, not an inch. I could probably gain weight that week, but I didn't walk and I sweat it. I feel like I'm really doing something. Like it, it helps, honestly. Honestly, whenever you feel like, uh, for example, jealous, maybe go do some things that you know that you the shit at. You know, if I'm feeling jealous, I know for a fact at my job, what I do, I'm good at it. I might not be good at posting content every week, and this content creator is great at it. But when I go to work to nine to five, I got it great. I can do it. 
I'm mm-hmm. on schedule. I'm on task. So find something that maybe you know that you excel at, that you're very good at, even if it's knitting or something you feel like is minuscule compared to what you want to do so that you have these positive emotions associated with who you are. So, yeah, um, that's ego, y'all. <laughs> ego is very interesting to me. I've like become so obsessed with learning about it. Um so yeah, let us know how you feel if you feel like you've ever had a negative experience or egotistical experience and let us know what that was in the comments. Remember that our egos are here to protect us just like our emotions and make sure that we have to groom ourselves to understand what it means for, to have a healthy ego. So if you have anything else that you would like to leave us, make sure that you tell us in the comments and make sure that you're having a beautiful, wonderful 2023 And until next year, next year, (laughs) until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.